straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And this is Slash TV Talk. Wait. No, hold on. That's not right. Sorry. This is Legends TV Talk. All right, sorry, I had to do that. It was, you know, I mean, th- this episode's all about, like, slashers and, and things like that, and I do another podcast called Flash TV Talk, and, and I thought it was funny. Y- you guys might not, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Kyle, man, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great. I just woke up from a nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? There's nothing better to do than podcast after a nap, and, and I, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Uh, oh, it's Great. I feel a little bit rejuvenated, even though I was just sleeping on the floor. <laughs> floor naps. Don't ask me. Don't ask me why I was on the floor. I just. I, I mean, was just on the floor. Now I need to know why you were on the. Why were you on the floor? Um, I just l- laid my head down and I just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before, where it's one of those situations where it's just like I could get up and go someplace comfortable, but I'm just that tired. Yeah. That I just want to lay down on the floor. Yeah. It was yesterday. Was a. Yesterday was a long, fun day, and then today was just needing to get all the adult belting stuff done, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, body, time to time to rest. Man, I, I, I had a week like that. It was one of those where uh, uh, I'm, I'm on call this week for my job, and there's this problem that we're having that just went off all night long, and I had a dentist appointment the next morning, and so I got like two and a half hours of sleep. And yesterday I was just a freaking zombie. Like I, 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 I was fine for the rest of the week until last night. And I was just like, I'm dying. And uh, <laughs> I went to a hockey game and like yawning through all of it. I mean, it's kind of hard to not be excited during a hockey game. It's, it's really, it's really crazy. But um, oh God, hockey games are so fun. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, that's enough. Uh, that's enough chit chat about our crazy extraneous weeks but uh also just to let you guys know we are still looking for will in the timeline uh he has not chosen to uh encore yet (laughs) i get it because (laughs) because that's what that's what they say in the show about the bad guys although will's not a bad guy will's a great guy and will did did somebody say encore (laughs) there'll be no singing this episode either (laughs) but uh that said i think it's time for a history lesson and now gentle listener it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. When the Legends discover a new encore, Sarah, Rory, and Ava end up crashing a high school reunion to attempt to stop a serial killer from finishing unfinished business. The Legends devise a plan to send Nate, Ray, Nora, Bayrod, and their hostage Zari back in time to try and intervene to save everyone, including them. Meanwhile, Constantine is annoyed that Charlie has been squatting in his old home, but it might be the blessing in disguise that they were not looking for. Uh, all right, so Kyle, here we go. This one, this one was fun. I think this one's uh... this one was a, this one was bloody. Yeah, it really it violent. <laughs> it like the, it was the violent, most violent, most bloody episode of Legends. Ever. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was great. It was it was a throwback to, like, 1980s, both romantic comedy, like, you know, teen movies and mm-hmm. slasher yeah. films. Yeah. So we... Both, both great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty incredible because, like, uh, we had, a, you know, obviously the name is a, is a reference to Say Anything. Uh, we, we talked about that. And uh, the, the main, you know, uh, encore here, Freddy, uh, which we'll talk about him in just a second. That's mm-hmm. clearly a throwback to Freddy Krueger. And she's wearing a mask and a um, 
Uh, I guess the twist in this episode is that, you know, it's his mom, actually, but she's wearing a mask and a jumpsuit just like Michael Myers in the Halloween series. So Mm -hmm. lots of callbacks, lots of throwbacks. But, yeah, give me your overall impressions. What do you think about this episode? I Overall, I I mean, I love this episode. I love that it was Nora-centric. Right. Somebody we hadn't seen this whole season, practically. I yeah, except for like a like a very a small clip from like the first episode, but that was it. And I'm like, oh, this is great. It also just makes it suck even more when both Ray and Nora leave. <laughs> I know, man. I love seeing Ray and Nora together. Like they they have they have really good chemistry on scene or on screen. And, and the and the relationship between Nate and Ray is awesome in this episode. Yeah. It's going to suck even more. Oh, no. It's going to be painful, but I, I agree, man. Like, I, I think this is a really fun, really good episode. Uh, the, there are, there are a lot of like really neat things uh, mm-hmm. in there. You know, we found out that Ava has a podcast herself called Stabcast, yeah. <laughs> Uh And, and you can order a mattress using promo code laceration. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Cause I'm just like, in, in most, I, in most podcasts, I, I it's gonna sound terrible, but I skip through the ads. Well, like you mean the the uh, the the ads that the people actually say on the podcast, or like the ads that they yes. interject? Okay, okay, yeah, like yes, like I'm go to my audible dot com link and blah blah blah, like that kind of stuff. I just I just want to get like I understand that's how they get their money, and I get that I applaud them for that, but I just want to listen to the podcast. <laughs> that's yeah. what I want to do. Well, I mean, you're not alone. I think you know the the. Uh, what's the what's the term I'm looking for? The click through rate, I guess you could say, on that is probably very very low. So like those kinds yeah. of things, having like an audible uh, audible link or or whatever, like a you know affiliate links and things like that, you're you're gonna need a very 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 large audience for those to really like make a difference because most mm-hmm. people are going to be like you and I, I I do the same thing. Anytime I'm watching a YouTube video and they have like oh we're gonna talk about our our uh, our uh, promotion or whatever at the end, I'm like next video. <laughs> yeah. So, Which, and that's, that's what I like about like for ours, we do, we do all of that stuff at the end so that if you don't want to listen to that, it's at the end, you could just go and go and go. Yeah. And if for some reason you do feel free to buy stuff from us, <laughs> which coming soon, L- uh, legends, TV talks store.com. Yeah. No, we're, we're going to have t-shirts. <laughs> And and t-shirt mugs and timeships and 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 our own uh, legends TV talk branded Apple AirPods. Oh yes. Which okay, so so I want to ask you this: Have you been watching Flash? Yes. Okay, so do you remember? Uh, I think it was last season or two seasons ago when they had like the Microsoft Surface was like their big product placement kind of thing that they named. Yes. So yes, so they had they had like all these like special like um, commercials. Yeah. With them and then they're just. Yeah, and, and so so like service is no longer the thing, but like last episode it was Alexa. Yeah, they just name dropped Alexa, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You have Gideon, a powerful supercomputer, and and you're gonna ask Alexa to like do stuff for you. I I don't I don't understand. And you're just gonna you're just gonna activate everyone's Alexes. Yeah, and <laughs> then you're just gonna you're just gonna cause havoc right there. So See, they yeah they didn't think that one through. No. And another thing I've noticed too is that they, there's a lot, you know, a lot of uh, obviously they've been using iPhones for several seasons on on all mm-hmm. the CW shows, but like recently I've been seeing them put uh, AirPods uh, in mm-hmm. in the shows, and we saw that today with uh, a close up of Nate's ears. He was wearing yeah. AirPods, and then it showed that he was listening to Stabcast. 
Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird because those are less, you know, oh, why don't I listen to this, you know, feed with my Apple AirPods? And it was more of just like a, a you know, standard product placement where it's just in there, but they kind of focus on it too. Like, kind of like in a, a Jurassic World where like every scene was where there was one of those Mercedes's <laughs> cars. Like it, it, there was always a close up on the Mercedes logo. Like the car would pull into frame and stop like inches in front of the camera with the Mercedes logo right in the mm-hmm. center. Yeah, that, that's the Indominus Rex <laughs> brought by to you Verizon by Horizon Wireless. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like they're making jokes about product placement while actually putting product placement all over the place. But yeah, I, I could talk I, about it's... how terrible that movie is for for years. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you're, you're hate, <laughs> hate for it, and I know that uh, that Bo loves it. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to hear us uh, argue about it for hours, you can check out the panel to screen where we talk about uh, Jurassic World in the links below or something. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. We obviously, the, the rest of the legends never listened to the podcast and Nate was sitting there. <laughs> picking yeah. Up he also listened to it pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he listens to podcasts on, on two X speed. I know people do he that. Must. Yeah. It's really hard to do though. I figured it would be. It, it, it gets, I mean, you get through fast, but it's just, it's really hard. I think for me to keep up with someone talking to, Two times the speed. Yeah, yeah. You got to, like, be really paying attention. Yeah. But uh, uh, another thing about paying attention, you know, speaking of that, uh, what do you do in, in, in high school is you pay attention. But one thing that I didn't really pay attention to was the fact that Mick went to high school. Yeah. I mean, this one <laughs> caught me a little off guard. But, I mean, now that I think about it, it was, it, it was I think, ni- back in Legends Season 1, 1991. One is when his when he burnt down his parents' house. Yeah, so that would have been. Oh yeah, that, I guess that would have been. No, that would work. That works. Yeah. Okay. Right around the time of his high school. Yeah. So they didn't mess up their own continuity. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. Like I was, I was thinking, I, I, I didn't remember the time. I'm glad you did. I, I didn't remember the timeline where Mick burned his, uh, his parents' house down, and yeah, it seems to kind of like match up perfectly with what they have there, because that was '89. Uh, that was the year he graduated. That would have been he was a senior then, I think. Yep. So he would have been maybe roughly like a year of a year out of high school. Okay. Okay. Uh, interesting. So so he was probably in juvie before he burned the house down. That's why he missed the prom. Yes. Um. But but yeah. So that that was kind of interesting little throwback there, and it, and it still makes sense in the internal continuity. Of course, after crisis, who knows what's going on? Yeah. Who knows? Also, Mick graduated the year I was born, so hey, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I was I was born in '84, so Oof. yeah, I'm an old I'm an old man. But uh, there, Not yeah, as the, old as Will. That's true. That's true. Will Will was old when the Earth was young, yeah. uh, <laughs> and and he would laugh at that joke, so it's fine. I'm not I'm not saying bad things behind his back, and I'm sure he listens. Hi, Will. We love you. Hi, welcome. Come, come, come back. Come back to the time stream. We miss you. <laughs> unless, unless you're squatting like uh, Charlie, then then it's fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what he's. Maybe he's just hanging out with Charlie, uh, you know, off screen, uh, or or maybe he's writing romance novels like Mona. Maybe. And if you're with Mona, keep her where she, wherever <laughs> she's at. And just come back. Yeah. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle's like, you know what? As long as you're keeping Mona off screen, you can, you can stay off the podcast. That's fine. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, yes, yeah, so we have another interesting encore here. We have uh, Freddie, who was convicted of murder, uh, uh, killing a bunch of people at his high school prom, and mm-hmm. he was executed via electric chair. 
And um, so he dies. Uh, we see his body being uh, taken uh, uh, by the coroner van. And obviously he wakes up, or so we thought. And he is uh, now on the loose and he murders the coroner. And that's where we, the legends kind of come in here to try to figure this out. And so so let, let's talk about that for a bit. The the, the Freddy storyline. This was, this was pretty mm-hmm. interesting. I didn't see this kind of coming where um, initially, <laughs> yeah, that, that was like a really interesting twist that was... I wasn't kind of expecting because in the original timeline, uh, Freddie didn't murder anybody. His mom did, but Freddie took the fall and that's why he was mm-hmm. executed. Um, so by redeeming Freddie, he didn't take the fall for them for his mom. Right. Right. So I know they mentioned this in the, in the, in the episode that they're like, like changing time is, is not a big problem anymore. Like they, something along the lines of that quote, I, I don't remember exactly what they said, but they they were they weren't concerned with changing the timeline anymore. It seems. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, um, it's the whole. Well, why don't we just travel back and you know kill Hitler, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But in in Ray's case, is reform them. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's just throw everything out the window and. Which which Not is yeah like the, change the time the, the whole thing that they're, you know that their their initial like uh, initial seasons are all about we can't change time because it causes time quakes and it causes bad stuff but in this particular situation they did exactly that they changed the timeline by performing Freddy he never takes the fall therefore his mom gets arrested and is taken away and so now we have this situation where time is different but I mean there was a throwaway line where they they just seem like either I I, I don't know if it's just not going to matter anymore or if this isn't going to be a problem. Or, or what, but um, all that said, we could talk about that. We can speculate on that a little bit later, but uh, all that being said, the, the the huge twist here was that Freddie didn't commit the murders. His mom did, which yeah. is kind of like a really interesting sort of uh, throwback to Jason Voorhees kind of thing where like the first movie, Jason's mom was the murderer. Also like a, uh, was it Rosemary's baby kind of thing? Uh, sure. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of like, you know, really neat little throwbacks and stuff in there. And so, um, there I can, once we talk about it, cause I, I looked it up before and I saw that there was a lot in there. There was stuff for, uh, Carrie. Yeah. And, obviously Carrie was the, 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 you know, let, let's trick him to go to prom and then dump a bunch of garbage on him. Glad it wasn't which, pig's blood. Yeah. Glad also, I mean, glad it was garbage. Glad it, Sucked that it was garbage because that's that's a lot of stinky garbage. And how did no one smell that? Yeah, how did nobody smell that? This big pile of garbage yeah. hanging from the roof. And I guess you don't really notice much if it's from the roof. I mean, but, it, um, it is a high school gymnasium. Those things don't exactly smell good. Yeah. Uh, so the episode references movies carry prom night and Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, there's a screeched villain or a screeched violin playing when the serial killer shows up in reference to Psycho. The name Freddie Myers is a reference to Michael Myers. Oh, Freddie Krueger and Freddy. Michael Myers. I forgot his last name was Myers. Yeah. yeah. Is a reference to Halloween. And Freddie's mother, Kathy, is likely named after Misery actress Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Bates. Yeah. She was, was Kathy Bates also in Rosemary's Baby? Uh, I th- thought. I mean, she's got a long list of. Yeah, she is. Uh... She was, I, thought she, I know she was in a weird movie where she like. Oh, no, it's Mia Farrow. That's right. Sorry, Kathy Bates. There's too much. <laughs> oh, that was directed um, by Roman Polanski, too. Ew. Oh. That guy's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, like, lots of these, like, really little, uh, really 
neat little callbacks and throwbacks and things like that and uh, timeline changes. But like you mentioned earlier, uh, one of the things that they decided they were going to try to do was uh, Ray's idea, which is to go and fix them before they break bad. Um, again, with complete disregard to the timeline. Um, but that seems to be without a method of sending them back to hell <clears throat> without them just immediately coming back. I mean, like, what are they supposed to do? Right. So that's, yeah. that's kind of interesting. Um, and it's also kind of nice to see Ava be more of a prominent role and not like a, a, a B or C lister. Like she was last episode. She mm-hmm. and Sarah actually got to kind of, uh, what, what'd she say? Be the last, the last girl, be the final, the girl. final girl. Yeah. The final girl, which, <laughs> that was, which, um, uh, the final girl is a big trope in oh yeah horror films. yeah like all yeah pretty much all horror film like yeah and and they they do a really good job of uh kind of like setting that all up in Cabin in the Woods if you've seen that yeah where oh, it's yeah, like yeah, you know because yeah. Cabin in the Woods is the ultimate meta horror movie and it kind of like takes all of these tropes <laughs> and, and and turns it up to eleven and so this one was this one was great where they're both the final girl. And, uh, and, and Ava has that line in there where she's like, look, you've died like three times. So just let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Um, and so, so the legends they're fighting, uh, we have a, uh, two split timelines here. Well, three, actually we have 2020, we have 2004 and we have 1989. And so in 2004, that's where we have the mom coming back, trying to kill everybody. That's where we have, uh, Ava and Sarah and Mick, uh, go back and, uh, try to fight off the, the crazy serial killer. And that's where we learned that Mick actually had a girlfriend in high school who he ditched yeah. <laughs> because he went to juvie. So that was, that was kind of interesting as well to see a little bit more of Mick being developed, which we haven't seen at all in a long time. No, I don't remember the last time we really got big character development from Mick. Well, I think it was, uh, uh, season three when, when he was a writer or was that, se- yes. was that season four? Uh, season three, I think when the whole time loop episode, the one where, where we discover that he's a writer and he writes the end where like, uh, the, the, the three, the lady with three boobs fights the squid. I think that, I think that's the, that's the time loop episode. I think that's season three. That's with Zari. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So basically they've been going on the writer aspect. That's how they've been developing his character. And then now we have something else which we haven't seen in like two seasons. So it's, it's kind of refreshing to see a little work on Mick, uh, who certainly needs it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Mick though, I, I have a question and I'm kind of confused as to what happened. So, Oh, I've got this answer. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. So here, here's the, the situation of events, right? We have a 1989. Um, oh gosh, Nora. Jeez. I forgot her name. Cause he hadn't been in the season very long. <laughs> Nora is a fairy godmother from the events of last yep. season. And so she goes and she helps um, Freddie. Uh, and, and one of his, like, she was worried that he, that she, uh, he was going to wish for, you know, killing everybody and stuff like that. But he wanted a suit and all those kind of things. And so they're going with Ray's plan to try to reform him. And, uh, you know, ultimately they do so. But while in 2004, while they're fighting, um, uh, quote, Freddie, the, the serial killer who happened <laughs> to be his mom, they get in a fight. You know, they hit her with an axe and whatnot. She kills Mick's girlfriend. Um, so Mick's really pissed. And so he shoots his fire gun at her and she bounces that fire back and burns Mick to a crisp and kills him. He is, he is dead. Um, and then in 2004, uh, she disappears because they reform Freddie and he is no longer the serial killer. He no longer takes the fall. And what the hell happened? Like they, they show Zari 
who was in 1999 back on the ship getting treated for the cut she suffered from Freddie's mom, but they never show how Mick is able to be completely regenerated and completely healed. And I'm very confused as to what, what's going on there. And you said you had an answer to this. And so I want to hear yes. it. Yes. Cause we also saw that, um, Freddie's girlfriend and Mick's girlfriend were back alive after they were killed. Now, was this in right? 2004, right? This was in 2004. So all the events, because, because of Freddie's mom being apprehended in 1989, the events of 2004 killings didn't happen. Well, right. But like, we didn't, that is all I have. And <laughs> that's all I can go on. So let's extrapolate it, on that it, a little it make, bit. It makes sense. It makes sense in my head. Why Ava and Sarah are left fine. I don't know, but I would, I'm going to assume is because is because that the serial killer was caught in 1989 that their deaths in 2004 never happened. Yes. And that, so they're alive again. That makes sense. But what I don't understand is there wasn't like a situation where we see them kind of disappear. Cause like, here's the thing, right? If they fix it in 1989, there would have been no reason to go to 2004 to begin with. And so they're in right. 2004. She disappears. Should they all have disappeared and gone back to the wave rider? No, they, I no, I think they would still, I think they would still be in 2004, but I think the bodies of the two women and Mick would have disappeared and they would have gone to where they were when we saw them. Okay. So you're telling me that there's not like a crushed corpse in a locker in 2004 after she, uh, uh, Freddie's mom disappears. The three women in Mick. <laughs> I forgot about that. How could you forget about that one? That is the most gruesome death we've seen in I, Legends. I know. I, I don't know why I forgot about that one. Well, actually, hold on. So is that more or less gruesome than Ray going into Rasputin and blowing him up from the inside out? Um, I mean, albeit there was a lot of blood in both. The crushing, and I think, did we, did we actually hear her scream? I think so. Then that makes it more gruesome. Yeah, because he just kind of exploded. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think she was screaming. There might have been like music that was too loud and it was kind of muffled. But yeah, it might have been during that violin screeching. Oh yes, yes, you're right. I think I think that might have been it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Okay, so um, that kind of, I guess, answers that. I, I, I don't know. It answers it. It, it makes sense in my head. Now, if that's not the way that they have it, great. Let us know at Legends Talk TV on Twitter. Yeah. And then we'll say it on next week's episode. Yeah. But if you don't, yeah, then we're right. <laughs> <laughs> but see, yeah, because I, I agree with you. I think that makes sense. The, the, the murders never would have happened because it was solved in 1989. But I figured, like, things would have changed. Because if you notice, the balloons were different between the uh, initial 2004 um, uh, high school reunion and the new 2004 high school reunion. Oh, no, I didn't even notice that. I, I think they were different. There were gold balloons on the in the 2004 new reunion, and I want to say they were different color. In the, or maybe I'm mixing it up with, 1980, with the 1984 one. Anyway... It just—I feel like things should have changed. Like the light should have come on. Like things should have sort of like rewinded and undid, and they maybe should have shown that to us instead of making us kind of like you know head cannon and out. But uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I agree with your assessment. I think, yeah, th those murders never would have happened, obviously, if they solved it in 1989. But there was no indication that that was the case, right? Mick right. didn't suddenly just like, like have little green sparkles come on him and him come back to life, right? Uh, they didn't show any of the women who were killed previously coming back to life uh, or anything like that or, you know, their memories being affected in any way. So, so yeah, it was just a weird sort of situation there. Uh, and speaking of weird situations, we had a uh, situation with Zari, who is now trapped on the ship in the, I guess she was in 89. Yeah, she was in 89. Yep. Uh, and she is being trapped in there by Bayrod, her brother. And we see her try to access a computer because she wants internet access, because she wants to know how many cat chat followers she has lost. Which is a reference to her being turned into a cat. It's in... it's got to be right. Yes, it is. It's 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 because where is it? It's here. Zari's social network site is called Cat Chat, and her ringtone is "Cats Meowing," a reference to her pre Haywood self becoming a cat in Legends to Meow Meow. Legends of to Meow Meow. Um, but yeah, so Which was season four episode. Yeah, since season four, season four. Yeah, season four. It was, oh yeah, it was right. It was right after Hello, Hell No, Dolly, and before the Lucha episode. Yes. Oh yeah, this was this was a season four mid series. Yes, yes, yes. That was the mid series because the uh, there was a time quake or something that happened right at the yes. end of Hell No, Dolly. Yes, yes. It was Constantine's fault. Yes, that's right. That's ah, that's right. Because Constantine went and uh, told uh, his. Buddy, not to yes. become a demon. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's all coming back to me. Here we go. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Zari, who was previously Zari, but different Zari, by uh, wanting to go and touch this computer, she touches it, and all of a sudden she gets flashbacks of the history algorithm that she made, all these different things that she had done on the ship, and now she suddenly knows how to hack. And so she was able to hack mm -hmm. her way out of the uh out of out of her confines on the ship now kyle the question i have for you is do you think because this is this is kind of like a piecemeal sort of like all of a sudden now she knows now two questions here this is a two-parter so first question is does she retain that knowledge is that knowledge retained now with her does she know how to hack does she know how to program like old zari does and second uh is this how we're going to get her memories back is it going to be a slow trickle or are we going to have you know a, a couple more instances of trickles and then a flood. So what do you think about that? I'm hoping for a couple more trickles than a flood just to make it faster and not just like, Oh, what one, an episode. And then by the end, she remembers everything. Oh, everything's then hunky dory at the end, which would suck. But it would also say, it would also mean that Nate would have more time to get to know this new version of Zari. See, and that that in and of itself is kind of a problem, right? Because you know he fell in love with the old Zari, now the new Zari. Mm -hmm. You know that's the different person, and so how is how is that going to affect that? Are we going to have a merging of these different personalities, or is it going to be the old Zari replaces the new Zari? So that's yeah, that's kind of interesting there. So uh, a lot of a lot of interesting Zari stuff going on. There's some uh, character development with her and her brother as well. Uh, she and Bayrod have an argument about uh, <laughs> which one their parents love more. And uh, both of them, in the, in the classic trope, think that the parents love the other the, more, the most. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, Bayrod's been at, quote, business school for five years, and they just don't seem to really, like, care. And he is kind of, you know, 
offended, insulted by that, whereas she was a self-made millionaire by 19. And so, obviously, he thinks that they love her because she, she's more successful. And, and uh, it turns out they both have that realization. And so now they kind of, like, bond on that, which uh, leads us to uh, Zari deciding to stay on the ship, which, yeah. which I, I, I figured was going to happen, right? She's not going to go back at this point. No. She's on the ship now, so she's going to be there. Um, and, and so, yeah, so now we're going to have her on the ship. We're going to have a lot more awkward moments between her and Nate for sure. Oh, is that a camera? Oh, I don't want to get a picture. With yeah. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. So we have that going on. And of course the crew doesn't know anything about it. And, and so there's another kind of question that I have about that is, do you think the wave rider crew is going to get a memory dump so to speak of the old Zari when her memories come back to her or will this be a thing where it's just going to be Nate who has the memories because of his connection with Zari I have a feeling it's just going to be Nate yeah I, I feel like and that's too because I mean the, the rest of the crew doesn't really necessarily need to have their you know memories of Zari brought back it, well, excuse me, it would be nice to have them all but that'd be I guess they could do a whole episode where they get all their memories back all at once. Like they, they, oh, it'd be like a, uh, one of those episodes on TV where they, they have like recap episodes or whatever, where, oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh, I could totally see legends doing it, doing a recap episode when everybody gets their memories back as they go and like relive these events, but through the viewpoint of like a different timeline, that could be interesting. Mm -hmm. I would, would I would like to see that. I don't, Honestly, don't think it's going to happen because they have the they literally they have they have shot everything. Actually, it might happen in the eighth episode. It, it's called Zari, not Zari. <laughs> I love the episode titles of this show, by the way. Oh uh, no! Every all the titles this season are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's great. <laughs> it's it's just it's just they're clever and they work. And I, just wait till we get to number seven. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so we kind of talked about, uh, the, the main team there and, and, uh, you know, Constantine wasn't a big one in this episode because they used uh, Ray's method to try and fix the situation, but we still have Constantine out there. He's still out there with Gary, which we know. Um, and so he who goes, can walk, who only can walk backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who biffed a, uh, a teleport spell and now can only walk backwards. So, so good for him. But, um, <laughs> but you know, Constantine fixes that and they return to his old, Stomping grounds, I suppose. The old house he used to live at with his. Uh, gosh, what is he? What did he call his little group of friends? Uh, the Newcastle crew. The Newcastle crew. That's right. So he shows up there, and there's a guy passed out on the stairs, and there's you know food everywhere and bottles and stuff. And lo and behold, who shows up? But Constantine. Yeah. Obviously, it's. At, oh, go ahead. At first, I thought it was a different timeline. Uh, Constantine. I did too. So I'm just like, oh crap! Like this, this is not good. He shouldn't be seeing himself. And then it's like, oh yeah, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, the character that they like, you know, made piss off at the first episode and uh, is now finally back as Constantine. Because yeah. I, I had the same thought you did. I was like, did they go to a wrong timeline where Constantine is not on the ship? Uh, like, what's going on? And then it was like, oh yeah, Charlie. <laughs> yeah she's she's a part of the show yeah she is a part of the show and it, it, i guess it's good to see her back you know it's it's you know i this this seems to me like this is going to be a new uh b team kind of thing where we have constantine mm-hmm. gary and charlie taking on the more magical aspects of this episode or, or of the episodes 
Whereas the team, the the rest of the team just kind of uh, goes in and, and fixes the problem at large while Constantine tries to fix the problem, the overarching problem, which is Astrid. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so so while he's there, it's uh, mentioned that the there's a witch living in the house who's, who's sealed behind a door. And that witch is none other than Astrid's mother. So that sounds like it's going to be bad. Yeah. And with that, I think it's time for some speculation. It's time for Alright, so, speculation time. When we last saw Constantine, he walked through a door with a seal that he just removed with his own blood into pitch blackness, and then the doors slammed shut behind him. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what is going to happen to Constantine? Um, He's probably going to get beaten up a lot <laughs> so you, from the Witch Mother. You think, you think the Witch Mother's not going to be very happy with what he did to Astrid, right? Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I Although, it... Definitely, I need to know like when she died. Was it before Astrid died or after? Because if it's before, then she might not know. But then when she finds out, she's going to be pissed no matter what. Or if it's after, she's going to be pissed that she saw him. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of a good question because if if it's one of those things where like she's dead and she died beforehand. Um, she might not know about it, which could lead to some interesting kind of things there when she does find out, like if she's helping Constantine to begin with and then uh, uh, finds out that he's the one responsible for what happened to her, that could definitely cause some issues. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say. But if it starts out where she died afterwards, then it's going to be just an uphill battle from the start. Um, There's also the issue here of whether or not there's going to be a situation where you know, yes, Constantine's responsible for his daughter um, or for her daughter going to hell, but what Azra did in hell to gain all this power and things like that, is she going to blame Constantine for her for her twist and for her breaking and for her going bad? Um, or is this something where they're going to try to work together to redeem her? What do you, what do you think is going to happen with that? I think it's, I think they're going to try and redeem her through the witch mother um and that's all i've got i don't know exactly how they're gonna do it because i mean the witch mother is probably on a different plane of existence and not very close to hell yeah from what i from what i'm thinking so i think so i think constantine is going to bring the witch mother back to our plane of existence and then be one more time try to go to hell and try to redeem her okay so you think the overarching thing is going to be john trying to convince the witch mother to come to our plane of existence so that they can travel to hell and she can talk to Astrid directly and try to help bring yes. her back to the light yes or you know actually it would actually that would suck for a lot of people if 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 the legends were to go back in time to save Astra from John, that would change 
John's outcome of everything. That would that would completely screw up the timeline. Yeah. So yeah, but that's the thing though. They they have this. They they, they mention it in like a one off line. We don't care about changing the timeline anymore. It's not that big of a deal. But that has serious ramifications. So yeah, are they just going to throw that out the window now? Like, do they just not care anymore? Um, because I, I I feel like there there are things yes that you can hand wave away and that don't matter. Um, and the way they handled that with Zari turning into Bayrod by uh, changing the events of Hayworld, mm-hmm. that that makes sense, right? Like, um, it, it's still kind of like forced in there. Um, but basically everything that Zari did, Bayrod did instead. Right. So maybe not the whole, um, fall in love with Nate thing. Yeah. Well, they have a bromance. They have a bromance, but they also don't have the, uh, metahuman law 2042 sort of thing. Right. But that, yeah, that timeline was completely erased and we saw that happen on arrow as well. So the, the, yeah. there's definite, you know, uh, crossover links with that. So, so yeah, like, but, but Constantine going away, that changes, uh, the last three seasons or two seasons or this season, the season last, before and the season before that. Correct. And basically the Constantine show. <laughs> right. And the Constantine show doesn't happen. Yeah. So like, that's, that's a pretty serious, serious twist there. So I feel like there's, they're not going to, to run that route. They're not going to go mm-hmm. back in time and, uh, fix Astrid before she breaks bad. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they. Ugh, I don't know. That's that's a, that's a really really slippery slope for for how they fix that. It just it just oh, yeah. it just seems like it's not going to be an easy route for them to kind of hand wave away or right away like they did with Zari. So, ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, another thing that seems kind of interesting though, uh, talking about you know fixing the problems that Astrid has caused is you know we have a new way of fixing these problems now, and that's the whole you know Nate or not Nate, uh, Ray method of, of just fixing before they break bad. And so this is interesting because again, we, you know, we talked about this several times this episode is that they seem to not give a crap about changing timelines now. (laughs) And so the the question that I have, and what I want to speculate on is, do you think this is going to be something they're going to employ in the future or, or technically in the past, because the next episode is Marie Antoinette. Mm -hmm. And so, which looks like Nora. It, yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting there. I, I think that'll be fun. Because uh, <laughs> that's that's going to cause problems with Ray for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I don't I don't know. It, it seems like for certain things that aren't universe impacting, maybe it's fine to go and, and, and undo them so long as you throw in, like, a, a throwaway line about how, oh, this didn't make any impact because of XYZ. Mm-hmm. But, like, Marie Antoinette, that's the French revolution. That's that literal history. Like, I don't, I don't know how you fix her from, from breaking bad, like, and, and not completely change literally everything about from that point in time forward. It's, it's, I don't know that I, I don't know. So, so, so I just from that alone, I don't think they're going to be employing this method for her specifically, but maybe it will be one of those things for like the small local baddies, like, like Freddie, um that they'll do in the future but i i I don't know i don't know that that seems kind of interesting yeah i don't know (laughs) it's weird yeah yeah when you throw the rules of time travel out the window a lot of there are a lot of ramifications from that a lot of problems that it can cause or when they just change their whole time or change their whole rules and everything yeah within the episode yeah yeah 
Um, and yeah, it looks like we do have another little team forming here of, of Gary, Constantine, and Charlie. Do you think that's going to be sticking around, or are we just going to see, you know, a, a less of Charlie and less of Gary and just more of Constantine? I think we're going to see those three in their own storyline and them meet up with the legends every once in a while, but I think they'll be on their own doing their own thing. Okay, so you don't think it's going to be those three on the magical side, but it's going to be like Constantine doing his thing, Charlie doing her thing, and Gary doing his thing. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, those, like, Gary, Constantine, and Charlie doing, like you said, doing all the magical stuff, and then going back to the legends with what they've figured out. Gotcha. Yeah. that. So it's like their own little team. I, separate. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I, I think... I think I, I'm I'm okay speculating on that and saying that that's going to happen because it, it seems like that's what they're setting up at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So okay, okay. So I think we've we've done a little speculation there. I, I have a little bit more I want to talk about this episode though, right here at the end, before we get into the the best part of the show. <laughs> um, and and it's 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 really neat though. Like this this was this was a really interesting episode for a lot of different reasons. And and one of the reasons was uh, Nora's really special moment that she had with Freddie where she gets to talk about how she had a horrible upbringing and things like that and how she yes. gave him to her dark side and how uh, it wasn't until she, you know, put, put herself out there scars and all until she found the right group of people. And so I, I think it's, it's with Rasputin and like, you know, some of these other bad guys that they had Bugsy and things like that. There, there's not really a lot you can redeem with those people, but with, with, with Freddie, this is an opportunity for the storytellers to say, Hey, you know what? Uh, just because people are mean to you doesn't mean you have to give into it. Give mm-hmm. hope a chance kind of thing. And uh, it was a really nice moment there between between Nora and, and, and Freddie. And I really appreciated what the writers did there. It wasn't like this, you know, oh, he's an irredeemable, murderous guy, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's, uh, it's a chance for, you know, for him to kind of be like, you know what, you're right. I'm not going to let other people influence how I want to live the rest of my life. And mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really special. And so it was, you know, I, I applaud the writers, Matthew Mall, who is kind of like my name, but replaced three letters in the last name. And, uh, <laughs> and Tyrone B. Carter. I, th- I think they did a really neat job. Uh, yeah, they they really dug deep with the, with Nora's character and and her well-being as a as a very godmother and her little Oprah moment of, you get a pony, <laughs> you get a pony, you all get Ponies. Yeah, it's 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 so crazy. She, there there was so little of Nora in this episode, but everything that she said and everything that she did was so impactful. It was really nice to mm-hmm. see that. Like you, you don't you don't see that a lot uh, in, in the show, and 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 it's especially when we hadn't seen Nora a lot. It's it's kind of cool to see that sort of development. And again, like you said earlier, it makes it just even more you know bitter that both her and uh, uh, Brandon are leaving the show. So mm-hmm. I, I I guess I guess it's nice that we're getting this kind of closure from her and in this, in this growth from her so that when they do leave, there'll be a complete storyline for them. Right. Complete story yeah. arc. So, so that's kind of cool. Uh, anyway, any other musings about this episode? Um, no, no more speculations. I mean, interested to see what's going on next episode. So we'll find out very shortly. Yeah. The next episode looks really fun. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. All right, so here we are. We have come down to my favorite portion of the show, and yours as well, I'm sure, and that is Mix Quote of the Week. It's the Mix Quote of the Week. 
All right, here we go. We got we got a bunch of them this episode, so it's kind of hard to narrow them down. But uh, so we we had what like six or seven of them. <laughs> I think I saw yeah, the show notes. And they're they're I I had to get rid of some just because I'm just like eh, I mean that's some of them were too much like Mick, but I think the ones that I have are like pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there, there's a lot that 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 to say there was a lot of Mick uh, Mick quotes this week that were that were great. Yes. But uh, anyway, why don't you uh, take us down the, the the candidates for this week? Yeah, I will. Uh, no, my name's Dick. <laughs> this place always smelled like a prison. I was going to break out and take her to the stupid dance. Then I blew her off. And that's my gun. <laughs> I'm torn between the first and the last one because I think they were hilarious, but... <laughs> what's 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 they were what's your bet oh god uh i just like know my name's dick just because it's funny because he eventually was a dick to her yeah and, but oh god this one is hard no pun intended <laughs> see uh, the, all, all the ones that were that we're vying for right now have dick jokes in them yeah yeah kind of yeah yeah, yeah. uh I can't decide. I can't. I'm, All right, I'm gonna go. I'm, I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say no. My name's Dick. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <clears throat> no, my name's Dick. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The mix quote of the week. Uh, always my favorite portion of the show. And and thank you so much, Kyle, for having such a good Mick impersonation that we can do this. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, well, uh, it looks like we're out of time, but if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. That's at Legends Talk TV. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, spelled B-E-A-L-L. Uh, you can follow me at you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle Krause89. And you can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. And don't forget to listen to our buddy uh, Will on the Planes Talkers Magic Podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at WR Benson, but check out Planestalkers if you like magic. It's a really good show. They do they do good work over there. But also, if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And eventually, once we get some technical difficulties out of the way here, we're going to be uh, broadcasting live, and you can see our beautiful faces on camera at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like the show, check out some of the other shows from the TVTalk.fm network with such shows as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, and more. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review and we'll read it, read them on the show. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for creating music for our bumps. You can check out his other awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. As always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time.